know, there actually used to be a time when I wouldn't take the time to make the commercial. I just had the... It was over and over. Commercials just the same commercial over and over again. In this episode, we go over all of it from start to finish. I'm not even going to describe it. You don't put your commercials in the beginning. Social media, infiltration, eBay. Of course, eBay. <laughs> like, everything. We crack up at the end. We're losing control at the end. It just, I, couldn't, I couldn't contain myself. It's a good show, man. Because we really go everywhere in this one. And it's something I'm proud of. I don't know if it's because the eBay uh, used shoe salesman or not. Or the other one. What was my favorite one? Anyway, go listen. Go back and listen. Figure it out. The state of advertising, the state of e-commerce, the state of social media. This is Bling Vieira special. Bling Vieira investigates special report. Well, I'm trying to... I really am trying to get to the bottom of all of this. And I, I don't think that I can. I'm just, I'll just throw that out there. Uh, I don't think I'm going to single-handedly solve all of these problems. However, I am pr- being fairly observant when it comes to social media, when it comes to advertising, when it comes to all these scams. And how is it all connected? How does, how does it all tie together? Well... That's what this special Bling Vera Investigates is all about. First, I wanna talk about ads. And no, this is not an ad, this is not a commercial. So those of you that are tuning in at home, all my fans listening at home, that are familiar with this podcast, you know that I get creative and I make new commercials pretty much for every show. So basically for every show, I'll do a a quick 30 second ad and it throws you off and you have to listen to it because you don't know I'm talking, you don't know if it's an ad, you don't know if, (laughs) that's how, a creative person like and it's usually in the middle it's usually right in the middle but I so I have subscribed to YouTube premium for quite some time and recently with money being so tight it's like well I think we'll have to do without our YouTube membership premium membership premium subscription whatever the hell like we'll just have to do without it this time around and I'm trying to watch these YouTube videos, but man, like, it's it's ad after ad after ad, and I, I can't watch it. I just rather not watch it. Like, it is unwatchable to me. So it comes down to, well, do you want your premium subscription or what? Like, what do you want? Like, what's is it worth it? And I would argue, no, it is not worth it. If I don't pay $15 a month, I get this like shitty service, this shitty channel, like no thanks. I'm I'm just kind of done with all of it. All of this has gone too far. We've gone too far. We've allowed too much. Ads in the beginning of a podcast are shit. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Refuse to do it. Just don't do it in the beginning of the show. Because I clicked on your channel, I clicked on your show because I wanted to at least maybe get some insight on what you had to say, maybe. Look, I know the past few episodes of mine have been kind of hit and miss. There's a couple in there that I like to sneak in there that, that suck, but just it sound quality, everything doesn't go anywhere. It's just a stupid show. Like I like doing that, that's me. But, but I'm not exactly like talking about anything important in those shows. 
and shows that I have something to say like this one, like I have a message right off the bat. Do not freaking put commercials in the beginning of, of your whatever, if, whether it's a YouTube video, whether it's a podcast or whatever you're doing, the commercial in the beginning is not good. It's a bad move. Because if the listener is anything like me and I'm a pretty average person, then they're just going to move on. They're going to go to the next one. Whether it's more generic, whether it's not, there's no commercials. So we're going to watch that. We're going to listen to that. I hate commercials. I do. But it's a, you have to make money somehow. You have to make... So it's... I get it. I get it. Linus Tech Tips, he's creative with his commercials. I mean, so much so that it's almost like a, his punchline. You know, a word from... You know, one of his sponsors, speaking of... Like, it's creative. He throws it in there. It's not bad at all and he like they they are a source of income that is why he's doing what he's doing mostly besides helping you know just instructing others or his opinion on things but if you can make money out of it doing something you enjoy then do that and how do you do that you have to get like ads marketing commercials but i don't know what's showing up in my youtube searches whether it's i think it might be vietnamese if i don't know I'm not a... I, I don't know Vietnamese, and I don't know how to write in Vietnamese. I just know that that's kind of similar to what how they write or how they um, write. But I'm seeing a lot of those videos. Like, a lot of them. But I didn't see those before when I was a subscriber or premium member or whatever. We're going to walk right over here in front of this camera. This light just turned on. Sorry, a little tangent. I'll just let them record everything that they want to record. Well, I've been coming down here for a while. And it's never been like this high security freaking park over here. Never. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they got some uh, aluminum picnic tables like stolen from them. But still, like it's pretty uninviting and it's a little stupid. So when they turn these lights on and stuff or the sprinklers come on over here, like I'm pretty sure it's not... Maybe it's all in my head. Hey, yeah, maybe I'm totally paranoid. But I I seen the light turn on just now and I walk over there because I was gonna call him out on it. There's no one here. Why is the light turning on? Go walk over there, light turns off. Yeah, probably just a coincidence. Anyway, Linus has a way to throw in commercials. If you're trying to get paid doing something you enjoy, like me throwing in anchor commercials, then that's what you do. I used to have the same commercial over and over and over until I realized, hey, it it works better with the show if you just try and weasel it in somehow. Because you have to. I have to get paid here. It's not very much, trust me. But I'm trying to do some research on scam artists and scamming and scams. And I'm guilty of this, I know, but it was more of a goof. If your show says, hey, the latest on scamming, the latest on scam artists, the latest on scams. I mean, I click on it, and it's a commercial right off the bat. Uh, next, next. Let's go look at. Let's okay. Let's leave Spotify. Let's go to YouTube. And I'm getting all this like. It looks like Vietnamese writing to me. It could be like, uh, some somewhere over there that I don't am not familiar with the writing, but that's what it kind of looks like. I don't speak that language, I don't write like that. I'd like to see some videos, please, that I could understand. But I didn't pay my premium, so it's like, that's a, that's what comes up in the search. It's like, that's bullshit. 
if that's true, if I, if, unless I'm just jumping to conclusions, if that's true, it's just, like, I'm done with all that shit. Cause it's like they're downgrading their own service in order to make you pay the premium to like get this upgraded n normal service. It's the type of, it's, it's that promoted listings bullshit. They're creating a false demand. It's not the commercials, it's like the content. If you're selling an electric guitar for a good price, for like a sort of a price to sell, you don't need to promote that. You don't need to promote it. It's price to sell. Who, whoever sees it first gets it. It's not broken, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a good guitar. Someone needs the money fast, let's do it. You don't need to promote that. That like can organically get seen and it can organically get views and clicks and get sold. But if you don't get it promoted, they'll throttle it back. So if anyone searches for it, they're not gonna find it. Under normal circumstance, normal honest circumstances, it would be found. But it's not because you didn't pay the premium. And if the content that I'm searching for is not available just because I didn't pay the premium, and then I have to watch like a million commercials on top of that, like this is a problem here. This is a huge problem in e-commerce, social media, all of it. It's a problem, man. If you say what your platform is, and, you, and then I go on that platform, and it's not what you say it is, that's a problem. I have to, oh, how much do I have to cough up? How much do I have to fork over? That's a free site. Just have to watch a bunch of commercials. Unless, you know, you get accustomed to paying the premium price, then we'll just, all your searches will just go to freaking nowhere better pay up it's like screw you guys no i'll find something better i'll make something better the idea that you have these conglomerates or these like monolithic companies these monopolies like running the show and there's no they have zero threat of any sort of competition because they're the, these big super tech giants i admit it, it would be a lot of work you'd have to find the right talent you'd have to have do everything right market it right, all that shit, it wouldn't be easy, but it's possible to beat this bullshit. There's like the, this shit that's happening with eBay, YouTube, Facebook. Dude, I quit Facebook in 2012, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, my boss was trying to be my friend and she was pregnant and I, my ex-girlfriend just posted some of her uh, baby photos. Like ex-girlfriend from way back when, but still there's baby photos of her. My boss is trying to friend me cause she's pregnant. And I was like, nope. And from there I deleted my account. No, my boss is my boss. Like it was my boss boss. Like she's like corporate, like sea level here. But her, her boyfriend or partner at the time when she was pregnant, he was cool, man. We went to the steakhouse. Well, if only we had some cameras, we could prove it. I guess so. But it's very uninviting. And to be fair, I, I noticed those bitches gone a, a, kind of a while ago. And I was wondering who did it. If it was this park or if it was the, yeah, other people. <laughs> anyway, just like cameras and shit. And I don't know. I'm done with it, man. I can't do it. I'm not. I'm just not okay with it anymore. Front-facing phone camera, front-facing camera. 
another front facing camera. Remember when MacBooks had like a 720p front facing camera? Well, we can stand here for a second, sure. It just seems like everything's different now. I know I say that all the time, but advertising is different. Um, the way that you subscribe to things is different. Just the, 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 the methods that are being used are, are so like extreme to me, it seems like. like the amount of commercials, the length of the commercials, just the repetitive, constant commercials and then at the very end of the video, there's like another commercial. And if you push skip video, like it's like, oh, it's the end of the video. Like there's nothing to even skip. It was just a commercial just because. Just an extra commercial. I mean, yeah, I guess selling out is selling out. Yeah, when I start putting commercials in the beginning, that's when you'll know that I've completely sold out. But I hate commercials in the beginning. And the middle is one thing, if you're creative about it, again, Linus Tech Tips is a good example. But if it's just right off, you, you click on something and the first thing's a commercial and it's them doing pitching the commercial, it's like, geez. Like for me, it's too much. That like right off the bat, the first thing that you're talking about is a commercial. And it's not what you're actually talking about in your video. I mean, everyone knows that the third segment of the highbrow, academic, intellectual conversation, typically, mostly. But that's because it's, you know, a lot of people, they're familiar with the podcast and the format. You know, but it's just all wrong, it seems like. Um, it's just, it, it, to me, it, it reflects more greed, and it reflects more like, I can't even get through anything without a commercial first. If it's desperation, that's one thing, but I don't... Put it in the middle first. If it's if it's that desperate, put it in the middle. If it if it's more or less, it doesn't matter. Just take one. Let's put it in the middle, and be creative with it. Click on something e-commerce scams, and it's like this episode is brought to you by. It's like holy shit. Podcast doesn't matter. Video doesn't matter. It's just ads and commercials all the time. Like how effective are those ads, anyways? Just the like the pr produced ones, the overproduced ones. Was one Washington Mutual, was, was that one I was watching earlier? With like the, was it an ostrich or something? And the guy in a bunch of yellow shirts or something, I don't know. I was too mad. I was too mad to watch it. I mean, it's good, it's a good commercial, good, good actors in that commercial. Good um, casting, it was excellent casting in the commercial. Set design, I from there, I don't know. I don't know. But it it's to the point where if it starts off with it starts off with a commercial, it's like, nope, I'm not even gonna try it. Not if I'm searching for something specifically. So rule number one, don't start it off with a commercial. And then e-commerce. What are we gonna talk about? E-commerce and then what else? It's marketing sort of or e-commerce and ads, TV ads, and social media. Yeah, yeah, okay, we're good, we're good. Okay, so I guess we'll just, yeah, jump into social media. Let's just jump into it. When you look at scam artists and, or recent, not, not scam artists, but like the recent, um, 
just surge of scams and like intricate scams. I watched this video and I don't, hey, I don't know if it's true or not. All anecdotal. Um, but she made a video where she was like scammed by some fooddish.com, I think. Delicious.com. I don't know. Something like that. And it was like her dream job and she wanted to have it so bad. And they made up like two accounts and two Skype accounts and like took pictures from the website and like it was a real scam it was a real scam and she totally fell for it and if they're doing that if they're getting if they're going that far to get money it that's pretty i, I wouldn't even I, that's not desperate man like i it's just not right. You shouldn't do that. It's not right to do so, to do that to somebody. I don't know if it's true or not, so just keep that in mind. I'm going to try and find the... Yeah, I'll go find the video and try and put the link in here. Um, you can watch it for yourself and, and see if it's real or not. But if it's that... I wouldn't call it sophisticated. It's more intricate. It's not sophisticated. It's boring and stupid. Let's go scam people out of their livelihood by making fake accounts and Skype calls and like front facing cameras. That's too much. That that's too extreme. That's too much of a scam. I, I don't I would not like to participate in that. No, no, thank you. Cause it's like you're targeting individuals. And if it's a foreign country, if it's really like an attack on I guess American people I mean, it really is like a financial attack and no one gets hurt no one gets shot it, but everyone loses like everybody loses money and they gain money and no one gets hurt no one gets shot for, for them on their side so if they've been at it since 2014 let's just say let's just pretend that they've been latent just sleeper cells if that's what you want to call them just hanging out blending in doing the American thing, work visas, and then um, citizenship and whatever else, and really blending in and learning American culture and having fun. And then all of a sudden, eight years later, it's like, okay, it's time to go. This is everything that we've been practicing for. This is what we've been doing the whole time here for eight years. Okay, it's go time. Yeah, let's do it. Let's roll it out. Let's go. If it was like eight years in planning, even if it's 2016, six years in planning, that's not, people get PhDs that take six years, right? Like that's, that's not that far fetched to plan something for six years and then have it be executed at a specific time or in certain phases. And if, if it's, if it's a country that's, I guess, shrewd enough or smart enough to realize it cannot do like an airborne attack or like a bunch of paratroopers or try and be try and be heroes doing it that way um it just won't work so if they decided to do something different like think outside of the box in a way that benefits them nobody dies and then they just get to take everything without a war without anything they were planning it they tunneled through they just made this infrastructure that was like identical to a United States one, I guess, as far as like data infrastructure goes, like, um, 
Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's Twelve or whatever movie. Ocean's Twenty Freaking Twenty Twenty Two. But they made a mock, like a mock-up of the casino that they're going to heist, they're going to rob. And then they did this whole camera thing. And yeah, it's clever and stuff. Yeah, and it totally worked, right? They had a short time to build this thing, but they made it. It, it totally worked. So if you had six years, four years, two years even, if you had a little while to, to plan this out and to execute it, when appropriate, when you thought, when you deemed it necessary. I mean, it could do a lot of damage if it was like aimed financial terrorism. This is what, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to take over eBay and then YouTube and everything else. And if it's a mirror image of these like pay sites and subscribe now and Skype us to have an interview for dish.com deliciousdish.com I don't know what it is that's it, that's effective and it's like it won't last too long I think everyone's starting to catch on but as a first um, attack I guess as a first like consorted effort as a country as like a, a national, like people taking pride in what they're doing. Shit, man. Anyway, if they're if you have a whole nation in on it and they're taking pride, um, imagine how the United States would feel if they could just hold get together and against Afghanistan or something. We don't know. We don't. We didn't care. Let's go stomping around and ruining countries over there. Um, or uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Excuse me. If we're that careless with their citizens and their countries, and they're fl falling off of like airplanes out of Afghanistan, like children, I believe he was like 17, wasn't he? That fell out of the plane in Afghanistan, was taking off. It's ridiculous, man. It's sad. I didn't know he was just like, yeah, still tough times. That's not good. That's not cool. And. If there's that sort of disregard and disdain or just being oblivious to, to that nation's life lives, then other countries could attack in a, in a way that they don't appreciate American lives. And if, when we say, like, the nerve, how could they do it? Like, who? <laughs> like, how could you possibly do that to anyone else? I guess if it's war, it's war, and I, they probably see it as completely different, as like it's their duty, and that's what they're supposed to do. And the more pain that's inflicted on, like, the opposing citizens, and, uh, United States citizens, people living in the United States, whatever pain is inflicted, like, better, that all, the more damage, the merrier. So I think that's why they sound so rude. Well, they're so callous and cold and, like, um, uh, combative. And really trying to... No, I don't want to say that word. Distract you. I was going to say obfuscate. Obfuscate. Trying to distract you from what what's important or the issue at hand. It's like an uh, intentional, um, like, diversion of conversation 
It's I'm going to try and get this emotional response out of this person. So that way, like a deflection. And we can talk about something else and argue about politics or something else. Um, instead of the fact that we're scamming people. Like instead of the fact that that's our, the, the person that they're talking about, that that's me. So they really make a, a big deal about it. And knowing that Twitter was infiltrated, infiltrated, <laughs> knowing that Twitter was infiltrated through Discord, like that to me too is like, damn. So basically anything could get infiltrated. And if eBay was taken over a long time ago, back in 2014, then damn. And they like mirrored the image of the website and they, they diverted traffic that way. So if you sold anything above a certain price, you automatically went to this server and they took care of you. <laughs> they took real good care of you. And this server was just like ghost, like a ghost server for, for a minute or for however long, a certain period of time, maybe 60 days, 90 days, however long. And so they take your money and they hold it there and it's just off, it's off the grid pretty much. That's why no one can see, I sold some items, I can't see them. They're, they're gone, this is gone. Our, the chat conversation's gone. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. None of the customer service, they don't know what I'm talking about. Like that, that's because you got sent to like a separate location. You got sent to a different, like a mirrored customer service, but it's not Americans. It's a different one. And all that money goes there too. Freaking manage payouts. That's why PayPal is like, no, thank you. No, thanks. I mean, it's all just conjecture. It's all just a theory. So I can't say that that's what's really happening. But I wouldn't doubt it. Because just from like the surface level that I've seen outside of the underbelly of eBay, on a surface level, like, that's sort of, that appears to be the strategy for the majority of it. Um, why else would you get banned from some a chat room? And, and why else would this chat, or the, it seems like a chat room to me, um, but it's like, yeah, a subreddit, the eBay sub. Why would you get banned from it? It's because you're telling the truth. Or you're trying to bring awareness to the issue, the problem. The quote unquote moderators know that. And so they quiet you down real quick. You can't talk about that. We talk about scams once a week. It's like, I'm trying to bring awareness to scams though. It's like, no, we don't do that. Once a week only. Like, wouldn't it be more helpful though, if we brought up the scams that are happening right now, so people were aware of them to help more people. You guys only do that once a week, like Sunday, in between Sunday and Monday at like 3 a.m. All right. That, that's cool. That seems, yeah, cool. Oh, and I'm banned now? Well, shit. You know, this this subreddit reminds me a lot about, <laughs> brings flashbacks of eBay. Getting banned for life from eBay. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, suspended. My account was suspended for, for life. I beg your pardon. You pieces of shit. All right, so social media, right? What are we talking about? Well, I quit Facebook in 2012. Oh, yeah, and, uh, Twitter's always been kind of something, but once I started to kind of experience the same thing, too much information, um, I don't know, just me being dumb and naive, like I started to recognize things differently and I, I approached Twitter in a different way to where I just don't interact with anyone. <laughs> Deleted my Facebook 10 years ago, 
Twitter. I haven't really interacted with anyone for probably over a year. I think there's been a few, though, with eBay uh, off of Twitter. There's definitely been some stories that I've tried to... But, yeah, I don't really interact too much. YouTube I do, but that's just because I think... <laughs> I, don't, I guess um, on YouTube I feel like a, a comment... An authentic comment helps. And like um, social media can be like excellent though. Because there's that dad and son or family. Because like everyone's involved. It's not just him and like the entire family's helping to put together these videos. And it's of Lake Mead. And th they're so well spoken but... I don't know his name. I wish I did, but he's like the like he's good at fishing and he's but he's so well spoken. Like he's so uh he's got a good like he's got a good effective talent. Like a speaking talent. He's good. And for so young, I think it's impressive like how how like uh just educated he is. He's very good at talking in a good way. In a good way though. He gets it. He gets it. No, they caught his first fish was like the striper. Any yeah. Anyway, that's a good example of like social media being good and not greedy and not about all commercials and stuff and not maybe even uh, about the same topic. Like their channel does creative things and it's like good wholesome stuff. So it 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 has its moments for sure. Like it has its place and like I'm digitally recording myself now and upload it to social media like so it might even sound hypocritical well anyway in conclusion i just would like to reiterate commercials at the beginning no good um finding your employees money uh, deducting pay from employees because of dress code like without any understanding of anything no good either being a licensed optician though certified optician that that is good that girl on youtube she got like scammed by linkedin pretty much she got scammed or indeed i think it was indeed she gets scammed by indeed like skype phone calls like everything man that's a lot all right about oh futures are down we did not talk about futures but futures are down talked about social media the fans are on futures are down well they're if they're giving them the old bait and switch here on futures everyone thinks it's about to bounce it's like well, it's not about to bounce no no it's not oh don't worry i turn the fans off they should be turning off at some point i turned them off all right the fans are off now the fans are off we got a Coors Light. We're back at the studio. The futures are down. Honestly, Coors Light is so good. When they're cold and you're thirsty, like it's a refreshing freaking beer, man. The mo probably the most refreshing beer there is. Now, did Coors Light pay me for that? <laughs> no, they did not. Am I being sincere about it? Absolutely. Banquet beers, that's 
a long time ago, 1873. Coors Light, 1979. So it's kind of a little bit of a gap there. But I mean, I, I enjoy both. I enjoy both beers very much. Even Keystone Light, shed. But I'm not making it up. It's a refreshing beer. Mountains are blue, cold as the Rockies. When the mountains turn blue, you know it's as cold as the Rockies. Even on the can itself, Coors Light never uses high fructose corn syrup. Cold as the Rockies, indeed. Coors Light. Lagered, filtered, packaged, cold. When the mountains turn blue, it's as cold as the Rockies. It says please recycle on the can. It's everything. It's everything you want from a company, and it's everything. You, it's everything you need from a beer. It is seriously refreshing. In the summertime, it's a good beer, man. And that's. I'm not getting paid for any of that. I was not paid. No, I was kind of pitching Folgers. I was throwing some ideas back and forth with Folgers, and um, you know, just, just going over some ideas. Well, what if we did a Duncan versus Folgers, sort of like Pepsi versus Coke, but it's Duncan versus Folgers? I think the majority of people would be pleasantly surprised that Folgers can hold its own. Folgers makes a great coffee. I, I underestimated Folgers, to be honest. I really did. Well, as you guys know, it's more of a Dunkin'. We, we like Dunkin' French, French vanilla. All the flavors. Caramel me crazy. Turtle love. Well, French vanilla. Even just the original stuff. Like, yeah, let's have some of that. I, I was all for Dunkin' coffee. But Folgers was all they sold at the 7-Eleven. It was very expensive over there. But understandably... And you pay a premium, that's what, when you're buying coffee there. Folders was all they had, really. So it's like, oh, okay, try it out. I mean, you could even have it be like, oh, Folgers, my dad drank Folgers. Folgers, my mom used to drink that all the time. We'll try it and see. We'll try some and see. I mean, I mean, if you want to... If you want to get serious, Folgers, let's get it. Let's uh, get something going against Starbucks then. If hey, if, if Dunkin' Donuts is a little too solid there, you don't want it. Oh, well, Dunkin' goes all the way back to like 1965, I believe, in Massachusetts. Yeah, they're heavy hitters too. You know, Dunkin' is. But yeah, let's go to Starbucks. Let's go to the West Coast. Shit, let's go to Starbucks. Let's start causing some trouble. Let's give it. Let's give them a run for their money. They might have a. Sure, they might have a Starbucks coffee shop. Well, anyway, anyway. This was my real vision. This was my real idea. Was. Folgers. Is like. The anchor of the of the Bling Vera podcast. They're 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 the first sponsor. You know those. Like people that get signed to their first record deal or uh, sponsored by the first skateboard company or shoe company, and they're with that company the entire time from start to finish. I plan on using Anchor and Spotify, really. But like if Folders was along for the ride, shit, let's do that too. Let's get Folders on board. 
Let's start making some coffee. There's some Folgers coffee in the morning. Get everyone sold on that. Get some listeners sold on some Folgers. If Dunkin's listening, hey, Dunkin' Donuts, let's do it. Dunkin' Coffee. Why don't we do Dunkin' versus Folgers and see who wins? I think it's going to be pretty close to a tie, though. It'd be like American Idol, except when, when Fantasia wins. It's summertime and living is easy. Fantasia Marina, was it? She's a good singer. I don't know why she didn't get more publicity. She should have. She, she freaking won. I don't know. I don't know. It's summertime. Her name was Fantasia. In seventh grade, I knew a girl named Ambrosia. I kind of had a crush on her, too. You know, I haven't talked about Lord too much lately. But Lord was in that class with me in seventh grade. He was. He doesn't even remember either. He doesn't, he, he didn't even remember. I brought it up. I brought it up and he was like, yeah, it was no good. I was like, yes, I was in that class with you. Yes, that was me. He's like, no, no, you weren't. No, you weren't. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I don't, I, didn't, I never saw you. I'm just like, oh man, stop. And then he starts going, oh, wait, I actually, I do kind of remember, I do kind of remember you being in that class. And I was like, oh, man, lordy lord. Well, she taught Spanish. That was a Spanish class, yeah. A lot of, some people, some of the, some of the students liked her. <laughs> they did. I mean, I kind of, I did. No, I for sure did. I totally liked my Spanish teacher a lot. Should I say escuchen, por favor? No, that'd be cool to go back in time and be like, hey, hey, Lord and Blink, what are you guys up to? What are you guys doing in seventh grade? I'm gonna go back in time and just be like, hey, Blink, uh, you're not gonna go pro. You are going, you are going to be a certified uh, optician by the American Board of Opticianry. I'll be like, holy shit, no way. Hold on, I'm not done yet. And then by the time you're like old, like really old, um, full head of gray hair, old. Dude, you're gonna be like homeless. Like, no, get out of here. Like, no, man, you really are. You're gonna be pretty much on the street now. It's only a matter of time, really. I mean, the, the clock is ticking right now. But that's true. You know, that's what's gonna happen to you in, in like a million years from now, out of the seventh grade classroom. You'll get high honors. You might even make the dean's list. Doesn't matter though. Doesn't even matter. They'll still try and hold you back. But you'll say, hey, you'll make it. You'll get both of them. You'll get awarded both of them. And then top that off with certification. ABO certification. Like, dude, you've got a lot going for you, man. Freaking podcasts and everything. Here's the problem. There's gonna be a little something called e-commerce and people are going to buy stuff on the internet on AOL pretty much and they're going to like buy and sell stuff on there like an online garage sale and when you're selling your high quality items there for you know price to sell and someone buys them that e-commerce website takes your freaking money man like no way so I'm, I'm a certified optician and then I get stolen from too? Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's what happens.
and it sucks. And that's how you pretty much end up on the street. That's how it happens. Well, I should probably get revenge against this e-commerce website for causing such a disruption in my life, turning it upside down. Even though I'm only a seventh grader, I appreciate your advice, future Blaine. Oh, don't worry, you'll give up on revenge. It'll turn into something more than that. It'll be something you devote your life to. Life to, life to. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Thank you very, that's future Bling talking to seventh grade Bling in Spanish class. Thank you very much. Discussing the future, future plan. Well, I pitch this idea all the time. What would you go back, unless you're in seventh grade, in which case, again, you turn it off. Can't be listening to this podcast if you're in seventh grade. But if you go back to when you were in seventh grade, how did you feel about it? What was that noise? What would you tell yourself now? If you could, if you can go back in time and do a future bling, past, past bling, uh, present bling, but with yourself, like who you are. What would you say to yourself? I'd definitely warn me about eBay. I'd be like, dude, you're right there at the end, and that's what happens. It's called eBay. It's an e-commerce website called eBay. You trust it because you have two decades of experience, and it kind of worked out before. Usually, like, it could be pretty dependable, at least to some degree, even though it would still give you a headache at times. But it's a website called eBay. eBay! I don't know, it's a little bit goofy. It's been kind of all over the place. But I like it when we do these episodes from, like, out at the park and getting in the cameras and hearing noises back at the studio. And it, it kind of takes... Or in the car, recording stuff in the car. I mean, it's an immersive experience. It takes you all over the place. We go over things a few times, you know. Commercials at the beginning, no good. Um, commercials in the middle, are, you know, creative, minus tech tips, like... The entire spectrum of things... It's been a lot of fun. It's a good episode. But if, I mean, just think about it. The beginning, though, the first segment. What if, you know, Ocean's 11, Ocean's 12, they mirrored something, they mirrored a website to, to act, to simulate, and they roll it out. It's just a, like a copy of the United States internet. It just gets routed differently to a different data infrastructure or if not maybe it's just a group of people they've gone rogue some employees have gone rogue and they have routed it to a different server and done the managed payouts and trust and safety they want to take it's taken care of it's the best security you could ask for <clears throat> maybe I doubt it that 2014 breach, I think, is what did it here, in my opinion, or at least contributed contributed to the problem pretty immensely. So there's that idea. No commercials in the beginning. That's right, social media. We're going over that. What lengths do you go to scam people? You know, Skype calls, Dish.com, DoorDash, Dish, DeliciousDish.com. I mean, if it's even a true video if it's even true we got home back to the studio we're talking about futures talking about being homeless and future bl future bling seventh grade bling like discuss and damn yeah that covers just about everything oh shit no one more thing duncan 
versus Folgers. Folgers coffee, man, that's not your, that's not your dad's coffee. Folgers, <laughs> it's not your mom and dad's coffee. Then you do a splash, splash screen. It's like, you know, nine out of 10 coffee drinkers prefer Folgers. It probably really would be like close to about eight out of 10, I would say would prefer the taste of Folgers. But it has to be coffee drinkers. I mean, if you're gonna get the, anyway, the samples, if you're gonna rig them, like it has to be, they have to be like uh, regular coffee drinkers who are not Folgers coffee drinkers. Especially if they're regular Dunkin' drinkers. Cause in that way you could really have a real taste test. Premium subscriptions suck. Paywalls suck. What can you do about it? Don't subscribe, unsubscribe, subdue. <laughs> you guys are the coolest. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck. Take care.